Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. thing. Yes, <laughs> Wait. Do it again. Girl, I was you like, can do it. Where's she at? Because the Riverside wasn't recording yet. Ready? One, two, three. Yes. Yeah, we gotta harmonize. We gonna find your note. Oh, Hi. I gotta find my note. I have to That's my show. note. I've been on that note. I'm a professional singer, so. Oh. You sound loud. Are your headphones plugged in? Yes. Okay. How you doing? Are your headphones turned up too loud? Mm, I just turned them down. How we doing? What's crack-a-lacking? You know, just waking up every day, taking it day by day, step by step, correcting our wrongs. Isn't that a... As we did. Or rather, noticing your wrongs and then trying to be better, uh, brought to my knees in shame when a listener oh. told us <laughs> that <laughs> it's incredible our dumbasses use salmonella instead of e. e. coli that was That's my the fault butt I said germ it. I said we should have known that was the butt germ we out here talking apparently about apparently eating ass asses are raw just like raw chicken so i stand by what i said salmonella no. is and from no, raw it's chicken not. Salmonella is caused by eating raw or undercooked meat, poultry, eggs, or egg products, whereas E. coli lives inside the intestines of healthy people. So if you wait, so salmonella is also in beef and stuff? I thought it was just a chicken problem. Apparently, it's an undercooked meat as well. Wow. So you get salmonella poisoning from fish? Possibly. Tricky. Somebody hit us back. They did. Somebody smarter than us. Let us know. But it's definitely raw meat, salmonella, E. coli, same thing. I stand by it. No, we we were wrong and embarrassed ourselves. We were dead ass serious too. Just, <laughs> mm. but we weren't. Who really took us that serious with that episode? Like, come on. Unpopular Still, opinion. We you just, need to relax. You know what another unpopular opinion is that I've experienced today? <laughs> Getting your nails done is not relaxing. No, I don't enjoy feet. it. Only feet. Nails it's not, is not relaxing, relaxing either. Oh, feet's really relaxing. Nah, unpopular opinion is is it's a chore. I can't wait to get the fuck up out of there. Oh, you're but um, yeah, just you know, just doing my thing. I was. In the studio fulfilling some orders, and I was listening to NPR, and I just want to share with you guys some orders for what? If we have new listeners, who knows if they know for the Sable Collective, an online boutique curated for women to explore our narratives of joy, beauty, and wellness. We source really beautiful and unique products such as clothing, jewelry, house newares. 
and wellness products from Black, Brown, and Women Makers. Please check us out at www.thesablecollective.com. And when you say check us out, do you work there or? I am the owner of the Sable Collective, Bam. to my chagrin. Bam. To my delight and chagrin. <laughs> but I was in there packing orders because got to do what I got to do. And I was in the NPR and they were sharing this um, this American Life. It's another podcast that I listened to. And they were talking about how people, telling stories of how people help other people for no reason. It's just out of the kindness of their hearts. And he told this story about a man who befriended another man. And into their relationship, the one guy said, listen, I'm dying of cancer. And he said, you're my friend now, and I trust you, and I need you to do me a favor that I can't trust my family to do. So the guy's like, oh, man, heart's all open, feeling generous. He was like, yes, whatever you need, I got you. So the guy's like, I'm going to die, and I need you to come to my funeral and read a letter to everyone. And the guy's like, of course, sure, I'll do this. And so the guy says, my best friend has been trying to fuck my wife behind my back. And I've been seeing this. And I need you to go and tell everybody. And I need you to confront him for me. And so the guy's he like. He couldn't do that while he was alive. The guy, he was dying. like, And he wanted everybody to know. He wants to embarrass him. He wants to like, you know, make it known. Shame him. Shame. Shame, shame. It needs to be public or else it don't slap the same. So the guy was like, fuck, I did not sign up for this shit, but I will do it. So he, the guy dies. He goes to his funeral. And of course, the best friend stands up. He's blubbering, crying, carrying on. He says, I'm going to let you finish, but I have a letter that I need to read here. And so he opens the letter and reads it. And basically, the guy's like, you know, fuck you. And the click you claim, like, how dare you? I know you're trying to fuck my wife. Get the fuck out of here. And so the guy is shamed and he leaves the funeral. And then he continues to say, and to my brother and his wife and his daughter, you haven't been around either, so you can get the fuck out too. And so they end up leaving the funeral. And the guy, it gets around that this is what he does. And so now he's paid to be a funeral interrupter. And I love humans. I think it's amazing. I love that people are doing this. And he's like, he's like Scottish. So he like has an accent. So he's like, yeah, mate, look, I'll do it. Like, it's just, it's like from a movie. It's like from a feel good. They need to make a movie movie. about this. And I just love humans. And you guys should listen to it because it's really good. Um, What's the episode called? Girl, I don't know. This American Life. It's the most recent one. Um, I'm also coming to terms with the fact that I am getting older. Mm. And like in the mother-daughter dynamic, it's inevitable that the daughter just, as the daughter blooms, the mother begins to shrink and change. And I'm going to do a photo shoot with JoJo for Mother's Day. I'm hoping to. And I 
was like, this little girl's gonna eat me up. <laughs> you just gotta, be like, don't let Jojo her have a hair out. Don't let her have a hair out. You gotta sabotage her. Me up. And wait till she just becomes a grow a older woman. And I was like, all right, here we go. Like, let me get myself together so people think we sisters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm preparing for that. And my neighbors are yelling and fighting in the street. They are just mm. really that same couple. That's not love, y'all. It's and I want to tell the other neighbor because they will fight. The cops came, child. Oh my god! And then the next day, I see them coming and bringing in groceries. And the one neighbor who's invited the other lover to live in there, but she's like the original OG tenant. She like won't make eye contact with me. Her head is all down. I'm like, tis tis, girl, you in a toxic relationship. I should just call, walk by and be like, oh, toxic. When she walks no, by, you should, <laughs> toxic relationship. Just say, do you need help? No, cause she be in the she be in the mess too. They be in the mess. Mm. It's Tricky. wild over here, and Jojo don't care not a bit. They write on right right <laughs> over Jojo. Jojo be drawn like it keeps me company. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How are you? Uh, I've been better. I'm um. I I got my ass kicked today at work, so I'm like, I. Uh, I walked, you ever like, I thought I was getting ahead of so many things last night. I was up late doing timelines and then every single meeting I was in, I was just blindsided with another monkey wrench in the operation. And then I'm delivering bad news to people when it comes to timelines and how everything's expedited and the timelines that I'm giving them are absolutely ridiculous. You can't, you just, they're not reasonable, but we have hard deadlines and there's no The way people that have it. to execute it, you're like, and this needs to be done tomorrow. I mean, I have to execute, I have to help them. Ex so that's what I was trying to say to them. I'm like, listen, let's level set. Cause I'm not going to present this timeline to you. Like, this is a great thing. And I have it all figured out. This sucks. Like this is gonna be really hard over the next couple of months. The, these projects probably should have kicked off at least three to four weeks ago. With that said, you know, I'm working on all of these projects as well. So when you're looking at this timeline that says we have about six different things to get done in one day, yeah, we're probably gonna be working late. When you're looking at something where we have a client review on Monday, we're probably gonna be working over the weekend a bit. Like, I know that I apologize if and and I inherited the work. So it's not even like like I I didn't mess up and not kick the project off. It just it is what it is and I'm looking at so much stress over the next couple of months and I'm trying not to like but I can feel it in my body. And I was walking and I was I was about to, I was rushing out of here to move the car because I had gotten off, you know, calls with my boss late. And then I'm trying, I was thinking like, how can I boost the morale? Cause people are not happy. And um, cause they know it's gonna be like quite hell. And then the, we have like a monkey wrench that we're a pending one that's looming. 
but it has to do with like legality and stuff. So we have to wait until we get the final word. And once we get it, we have 30 days to update everything, regardless mm. of where we're at and all the projects. So it's just going to be a lot. And then Tricky. I just had a, a bunch of friends reaching out to me, a bunch of people frustrated with me that I haven't been, I guess, as present mm. as I normally am for them. Um, and then there's some folks who I do feel like I need to be more present for, but, you know, I have someone in my life who, you know, suffered a loss and we don't really know each other that well, but I know that she's looking for some sort of support, um, from me and I just don't have it to give right now. And that I feel badly about that. So I felt all that coming up and I just started crying <laughs> as I walked to the car. I just was like, mm, cause I, I want to be in all these places, but I also just want to hide under a fucking blanket right now. It does feel pressure cookery. It feels like a pressure cooker. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's feeling. I like. feel that. That's what it's I'm feeling sorry. like. So anyway, and even, and, and I don't, what I don't want, like we're, I'm going to come home this weekend we're going to celebrate Jasmine and Amanda's birthday. We have a whole itinerary. And I don't want all of this to steal that joy. You know, I don't want that to just be another thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, where then yeah. I start looking at it as like, I, I have to pack. I have to get blue home. Yeah. I have to this. I, yeah. I'm not, I don't have any outfits. I don't have any. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all starting to pile up of like, this is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. This is a good thing that you are going to be around people. So I'm just trying to be cognizant of, you know, my language and my approach as well. But boy, oh boy. It's really interesting when things get difficult or there's a lot of responsibility. It, and I just clicked for me, it pushes you to like fall back on, your narrative, like your 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 baseline narrative of mm-hmm. I'm not supported or I'm not I'm I'm overextending myself, mm-hmm. like I'm responsible for so many people and it's a good time to like flex a different pushing yeah. back on that baseline narrative that can just have you go down the hole. And I'm speaking to myself because I'm like Ugh. I know. And you know what else? It's not even for me right now. I don't know if other people can can identify with this. And this is a good problem to have, I guess. But I also feel that there's just a lot of people right now all of a sudden who want to share space with me. And it's just like to hang and like enjoy each other. And they miss that and they're frustrated in that way that I and I, so I don't even know if it's like a showing up and I'm responsible for them. Some mm. people. Yeah. But some people are just like, yo, they just want a certain kind of friendship. They mm-hmm. want it to look a certain way, and I can't offer it because I'm just busy. Mm, interesting. And so interesting. That's a good problem to have, but it's it's I'm trying I, I'm honest about it, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like even tonight, you know, people FaceTime and me and and fresh and I can tell frustrated. And, you know, making little comments of like, oh, back when we were friends, stuff like that. And it's not one person, it's like multiple people. So I'm also asking myself, like, have you disappeared? Are you a trash ass friend? (laughs) 
Um, so I'm just checking in with that. I'm also about to get my period, so mm. it's the end of the Doomsday. world. Doomsday. I am Fuck literally it all. pregnant right now. My oh. stomach is the size. I'm giving six months. My ovaries have tripled in size, I feel. I don't know what's going on over here, but it's it ain't right. So I'm just I'm just not feeling my best at all. Um, but here I am about to do a podcast. So make sure you tune in and keep listening. Like right now, we're gonna get I it just, together. I just, <laughs> I we're gonna be all right, y'all. But shout out to all the people that are feeling similarly. Shout out to everybody. I wonder. I I'd imagine that there are folks that are on the same cycle as us. Because Antoinette, you're right. We are on the similar cycle. Mm-hmm. And we're all in the doomsday despair with about three days of delight. And shout out to everybody that's in the doomsday phase of their cycle. Yeah. I that's just... what my cycle is giving. Doomsday, despair, and then like, eh, like three days of delight and like, oh Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully I reel it in. I also want to say that when people are feeling like this on their period a real, or premenstrual, a really good thing to do is to eat really well and drink a whole lot of water because the the worst, I know you, we'd be wanting to eat bad, but I'm telling you, if you get that kale salad in you, <laughs> I'm stuck on these kale salads, but if you get that kale salad in you, if you drink your water, you're, you're going to feel a little better because I just feel like I need to detox. I just, everything. I just got to get it, just purge. But anyway... Pray for me. And if anybody has any suggestions on how they manage their own despair, sadness, sorrow, let me know. Got to get on some herbs. Don't start smoking herb. I don't know. <laughs> um, for Oh, that's once one thing. I cannot take edibles if I'm, I cannot have an edible if I'm What happens? I'm just, it, the sadness is intensifies oh and i just wallow in it at night mm. and then i'll just play my games on my phone and spend a ton of money girl like, like stay away from the a fucking candy crush no. I'm like, what is life you're gonna be alone forever playing candy crush with your fucking cat hi and you're supposed to enjoy that so i'm like <laughs> <laughs> no edibles that's how i am I a hide that's so me saying. every time I smoke. That's why I can't do it. And then I so I got my hair braided. Shout out to hair by Makara underscore. Thank you. I and I then I don't love it. And I know she killed it. And I know this is me being insane and about to get my period. I wanted them thicker because I have a big head. So all I see is a big head. I'm getting this double chin thing. My chin is falling as I okay, get older. Okay, we're cutting it off now. No, I'm we're serious. Like this is what I see. But what I'm saying is I know. That what you ever look in the mirror and be like, I know that's not really what's happening. Like it's like face dysmorphia, body dysmorphia. It's all of the morphias. When I'm going through this, it's like a clinical thing. So pray for me. But I say that because I can't even get in the tub and let the water just hit me so I oh, can weep. Because I'm a mess my braids up. <laughs> Damn. That's so I feel, a black I feel girl like maybe problem. I need to take these out and just weep. Black Just girls we. can't even be in sorrow you entirely even, like them fucking right. selves. You can't even really eat the way damn. you should. So I, I'm telling y'all, on your next wash day, sit your ass down in that tub. Let that sh- hot shower water hit your back and hit your face. And cry. And just start screaming Just and wail. Crying. Just wail. wail. Scream shoulders. and cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need. If your shoulder's not bouncing, you're not doing it right. In other news, I have... I have discovered something. 
For all of the people who struggle with reading <laughs> and who you might be multitasking, I will find an article on my phone and I'll text it to myself to be like, oh yeah, I definitely want to read this. And then I'll forget or I won't mm-hmm. get back to it or I won't be able to sit and just look at the phone or I don't want to sit and look at the phone. There is a new feature on the iPhone where you can hold, you can like, you know, you select all the text. Mm-hmm. And then you just hit speak. Word. And it'll s- read it to you. Oh, my Lord. Any Literacy text. is coming. Any text on the Googles, it will read it. I said, wow, this is incredible. So today I was multitasking, cleaning my kale. And I was like, I need to listen to the, an interview that we're going to talk about later. But I don't have time to stop what I'm doing and actually read it. And that bitch read it for me. So, (laughs) y'all, if you got an iPhone, it's Mm. quite incredible. You can even program the voice. I said, wow, what a time to be alive. Who is? I'm I'm curious to know what your lady sounds like, but not right now. It's a man. Oh. It's a man. It's a white man. Mm. Also. White man telling me nothing. Shanti and I did a thing. We were on Horrible Decisions podcast. (laughs) Um, Make sure you all check that out. Um, That episode is called the Madonna Horror Complex. (laughs) Remember remember when she thought it was Madonna the Singer? (laughs) Hey, Mandy. Both of them did. I know. God bless them. (laughs) But we had a good old time (laughs) on there. And um, the video is also on their on their YouTube channel. And this episode is episode 263, Madonna Horror Complex, fe- featuring the Around the Way Curls podcast. It's a quick listen, hour and 10 minutes, like if that's quick. And uh, yeah, that was fun. Good times. Good times. They're also going to be at the Roots Picnic. And we're going to be at the Roots Picnic True. on June 4th and 5th, Saturday and Sunday, hot summer. Roots Picnic is a musical festival created and curated by the legendary Roots crew of Philadelphia. Come through. Amazing lineup. There's going to be a podcast stage. We're going to be on it. Hearts beating. Passionate. (laughs) And doing the best that we can. Coming through with the come through. Shout out to everyone that has bought tickets already. Um, I am going to do some research, getting lots of questions around where folks can potentially stay and what they can do in Philly. So in order to sell this to you motherfuckers, I will do a little bit of due diligence of just sharing some nice hotels and stays and areas close to Fairmont Park. Yeah, that you can uh, check out in some food places. So be on the lookout for that and buy your tickets now at therootspicnic.com. Boom. Take us into pop culture, queen. So we are not done yet talking about this whole Will fiasco this week or last week, but I don't know exactly when. But recently, the Academy has finally responded to the debacle (sighs) and they have banned Will Smith from attending the Academy for 10 years years will has responded saying that i understand and respect their decisions lots of folks are saying that it's too harsh many folks are saying it's not long enough um 
I don't feel any kind of way about it particularly. I mean, 10 years feels like a really, 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 really That's long a decade. time. It feels like a really long time. And it feels like you guys should have done something immediately and you didn't do it. So now you're just kind of like flailing to, I don't know, to have a stance like... That's Get the fuck out of here. He should have he should have not been allowed to continue to like do his thing. If you guys were going to do something and punish him, why did you let him <laughs> party and take pics and <laughs> so weird. That's so weird. But here we are. What do you think? I just think a decade is ridiculous, but I also um have a unpopular opinion on this. And I accept that. But I just feel like a decade really really also I, I also think it's a little bit of payback for jada being like we need to boycott the oscars oh really oscars is so white yeah i also feel like maybe they're like yo you wanted to boycott us so bad fuck out of here get your black i don't know here i don't know i think my hot take on it is um you know this is just a lesson in how quickly you can fall from the good graces of the masses and that man lived how old is he 50 something just he it, the fresh prince of bel-air summer he, summertime no but like he's been willow the like ideal citizen up until this point Got up and how the- quickly and i'm not saying that just because he's you know been that that he shouldn't have it there should be no consequence i i kept saying you got to be ready to deal with the consequences i don't think you're wrong but you know consequences come with it here's the consequence and i i appreciate him just being like you know i accept it cool does he get to keep the oscar though right yeah he keeps, yeah, yeah. He keeps well, Charlie, i mean if did... harvey weinstein gets to keep his oscars i bl- i'll blow the hollywood sign up like <laughs> y'all y'all playing I think it's really interesting, Chris Rock, how he's not talking about it and he's on tour, but how he said he'll talk about it when he gets um, when he gets paid to talk about it. I think he's going to ride this out a little bit. I he think said he'll talk about it when he gets paid to talk about it? Yeah, he was like, I'll talk about it when I get paid. Oh, So boy. he's like, if you want to slap me, I'll make some too. money off of this. Fuck it. And then he was like, I got my hearing back. I'm fine. I was like, really? Now you lost your hearing? Okay. <laughs> he said he's. <laughs> I, I'm just like, all right. I know that you're the victim here, but okay. Chris. And I don't like all these stories coming out. I, I've have like a love. I love some of my friends, but my Negro friends are can't. They sending me all these stories about how Jada back in the day said she never wanted to marry Will Child, and she followed up with it, and it was the best thing that I've ever done. So just y'all just taking. Clips out of context and just, and just trying to blame that business. Listen, let mind me tell y'all something. Business. Here's the best thing. I got something for everybody. Look up Will Smith's um, net worth. All right. Look up Chris Rock's network and then look up yours. Mind your fucking business. Get your shit together. <laughs> like this ain't not, like this is stupid. We're we're literally arguing and we are struggling. We don't even tax season came and we're sick. We owe the motherfuckers a thousand dollars, and we don't know how we gonna do it. So <laughs> let's just focus, okay? Let's focus on the things that matter. Fuck, <laughs> this is just silly. In other news, Twitter Twitter went crazy uh, when 
our friend Donald Glover interviewed himself for mm, interview interview the magazine. Interview. <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> did you read it, Shani? I did. Okay. What did? What were your thoughts? I I wasn't the least imp- the least important thing to me was the fact that he interviewed himself. I, I don't give a fuck. I think he asked, I think he covered and touched on dope topics that I feel like he wanted to get out and he wanted to share. And I, I thought it was a great interview. I, I enjoyed it. I love, I like him a lot. I really like him. I respect him. I'm interested in his point of view. I respect his, the integrity that I mm-hmm. think he carries. I respect his love of art. Mm-hmm. I like his tastes. And I think he's a family man. And I think he really loves family. So listen, I, his white queen is a lucky woman. <laughs> Shout out to you, woman. You yes. lucky. I hope you having fun. On and a farm. On a farm. On a farm with a pregnant cow they get their milk from. Shout Child, out to them. Just she painting and shit she a little artsy mm-hmm. girl like let them live their life and also she's half asian so she gets a little bit of oh well well she's a white <laughs> asian I, yeah i feel the same i also think half the people didn't even read it i think they saw the little thing on the shade room and was like he said what about black people why would he say that that is weird i really think it's what so he interesting say about to- black people that when was, he was when when he asked himself and was like, "What are your thoughts on race?" and he was like, "Can I say something? I hate talking about race more than five minutes unless it's with other black people and we're laughing. Can I ask you um, one last one? Then I'm done. Do you think black has lost its value in a way?" But like he kept going and he talked about um, he talked about how like the, he inter- asked himself. You know, are you afraid of black women? Are you? The, I think these are all things that has been on his mind that he knows people have conversations around. He's like, I'll, I'm just going to talk about it. I also think it's really interesting to see the approach of your double consciousness in that way or your your subconscious. Like, we have these conversations with ourselves. We might, might, we might not be interviewing ourselves, but there are things when we check in or we we question what we've done yeah and then how interesting is it for him to it's a little narcissistic maybe and insane but how cool is it for him to say okay this is what I want to talk about I don't trust interviewers to get this out of me so I'm going to make fun of the whole interview process I'm going to interview myself instead of just writing an essay and do what I want to do I kind of appreciated it and I liked I liked his they said who was the last person that you had a deep conversation with? And he was like myself. He was yeah. like, I go and I I I go over my life and I, you know, I reflect. Mm-hmm. And I love the things that he said about his mom and that he missed his dad and yeah. like how he's trying to raise his kids. It was dope. I liked I love the 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 rebrand angle oh. as well. When 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 they were like, oh, what do you like? What did they say? Maybe, but your work seems to be socio political now and all this stuff. And so he was just like, yeah, but it's not a rebrand; it's just growth. You know, like if Malcolm X was still alive, we'd be. Would we really look at him and say, oh, he rebranded himself after Mecca? Like, no, he just fucking grew. And he was like, my work should be a reflection of me growing. 
And that yeah. just made me think like not everything is fucking content. Not well, that, everything. Yeah. You know, it, it it's was, a it's a human experience. Yeah, and and an air of caution to to social media. He was like people that are on yeah. the internet all the time look tired. They tired look in like real life. They look fucking exhausted. Uh, He's talking to us. Oh <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting thing and I'm ha- I I'm always happy for people who quote unquote made it and they made it in a way where they don't need their they don't need social media. They're not like, "All right, we got to post, we got to get on, we got to grind, we got to grind." It's, it's, you know, it's, I really admire the folks like the Dave Chappelle's who can just post one thing or the, even the crystals who will have like one picture on social media, the read, that's it. You're done. Beyonce, like all these people are, and Beyonce is on there. Beyonce. She's like, I've been high my whole life. You will see my fucking. <laughs> she said, look at my outfits. She okay. said, look at my fits, Look at my kids. Look at me. Titties. But you know, okay. she doesn't have to. The Jay-Z's who's like hopped on IG and it was like, nah, I'm good, love, dip back out. Like, I think he did it just to promote whatever he, I yeah, don't even know what he was done with in. it. And so, interesting. I, I, I encourage love people to check it out and to actually read it because the tweets that I read, I was like, it's obvious people didn't read this. Um, but also, just real quick, speaking of Beyonce, did you see that Solange was trending today? You're not on Twitter. No, why? Because they think Jules has got somebody pregnant. <laughs> Oh, for real? Yeah, so she might be a grandma. Damn, Jules. That's a badass grandma. I said, wow. But you know what? And then there was another clip that was surfacing that because people were blaming Solange. As though, like, what? How old is he? I don't know. He's rich. Like, what the? (laughs) But it was an interesting. Apparently, like, it's not just he has somebody pregnant. He's, like, not, not doing right by him or something. I don't know. But this is all hearsay. They don't know. They he haven't light confirmed skin. It. He likes skin. He likes skin with light eyes. It's a dub. What you expect? Does he have light eyes? Yes. Can't trust He's him. He's an octoroon. So. <laughs> anyway, I'm here for their beautiful family expanding. If that's the case, she handled it. She did it. It's not the end of the world. Hopefully, you know, there's a beautiful child. And a supported and loved child. Her family was pissed when Solange. She said, you better get rid of that baby. You're going to mess up Beyonce. No, they didn't. Reputation Beyonce had her in the video. Family. We are Christians. Don't do you that. You better marry that football player immediately. All right. When Solange fuck you up, I'm going to let her. She I'm, did. She That's, it's, that is. <laughs> I'm going to let her. I'm going to be like. Mm. That is out there in the world that's an archive in the world that the family wanted her to immediately marry the football ball and she yeah, did they and she regretted it because they were they were shame shame i think they've grown I I, and they now. have i'm not saying they should be banned from the academy for 10 years but <laughs> they rebranded <laughs> speaking of the church you got something more here they have at the first united church of oak park I think it's in um, Chicago. They have, they are, the church is united and fasting from whiteness. Even though the preacher is a white man, they are symbolically fasting from whiteness and they are not performing any songs written or composed by white people. So that church is probably bumping. And they're like, we are never going back to this. That church is (laughs) better off, child. They out here like. 
We are never going back to the cracker sound. They got so, tied tribute. They all kinds of shit. <laughs> they in there jumping, mm-hmm. child. But whatever. Shout out to them. And they're um, fast from whiteness. I love that they said whiteness because that's the privilege, not white people. They're like, white people can come as long as you leave Man, your whiteness I mean, at the door. White. I ain't going nowhere. This is my J-O-B. <laughs> Like, how are you going to learn the Lord's good word from a black person? Don't be silly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Not so funny and really strange. It's It just mm. feels very eerie to me is this developing story about the death of Christian Toby Obumseli. He was stabbed to death in Miami after a domestic dispute in which his girlfriend, 25-year-old OnlyFans model Courtney Taylor, her real name Courtney Clenny, was seen walking away with blood all over her. There are rumors that they had a very volatile relationship, that it was abusive and toxic, and she was detained that night and held for psychiatric care um, and threatened to kill herself, but she remains free and not a suspect or a detained suspect in this case. And his family is now demanding justice. Yeah. She was seen walking around at a bar with her father and somebody filmed her and it's just the weirdest. It's so eerie to me. And like, I don't know what to think because who knows if it was an abusive, what if she was defending herself, but also what the, what? He was a big man too. Big, big person. So prayers out to his family and I hope that they get a little bit more information and we figure this out, but like really gross videos are coming out of her saying dumb shit. Really? Around like dating wealthy black guys and like just a, she, a, a huge following, millions of followers. Yeah, yeah, I saw it's that. just weird. That's why Donald Glover is not on the interwebs for yeah. this kind of bullshit. And I, I'm praying for understand. his. I'm praying for his family. Uh, whether yeah, I'm praying for his family regardless, because whether it was self defense or not, you lost. Like that's a hard. You know, that's just a hard, it's just yes. a hard thing to reconcile either Awful. way. Especially if you think that there's like a great injustice play, is happening. Yeah. Like what the, definitely foul play, but like. Running around free. I don't know. Tricky. I don't know if he'd be free if the tables were turned, but. Good word. Word. Child. That white church needs to pray about this. God it also it. shows the kind of care that white women get in the judicial system. It's like she said, oh, I might kill myself. I feel like I'm going to kill myself. And then they took it to the hospital. Did, was there any bail? Did she pay? Like any? I must have been. She's probably got a lot of money. Hmm. But shout out to the courts. I hope the truth shout comes out. Shout out to Katanji Brown Jackson, who was confirmed by the Senate to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. I don't know the exact day. What was that? Last, know, last week. Friday or something like that. Shout but out to her. Wow. Shout out to her. Everybody's very excited. Everybody is, you know. That's a big day. Her. I know I know that we get on this country a lot. And this country has a lot 
of growth that it needs to <laughs> um, experience and um, activate. But it's little steps. I really pray, I hope and pray that she, her influence rather is felt on the court. I'll be really interested. Um, I always think the dissents, like the pieces where they, the judges dissent, even though they know like the vote's going to go through and that they're, they, but they make it a point to say why they're opposing what's, you know, what everybody else is in agreement with. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she became famous for her I dissent um, and her essays or not essays. I don't know what the fuck you call them, but I re- I'd be really curious to read some of her work. I-, I think that she's really, she's very thoughtful in how she expresses herself and her feelings and how she explains her rulings. So I'd be curious to know now that she has this lifetime appointment Will she become a little more, um, less maybe calculated? You know, she's a wordsmith, and so she doesn't like to rock the boat. It's pretty evident in some of the things that I've read that she's written. So I'm just curious to see how this shifts, you know, when you have some shit. Like, it's like getting tenure or something. You're like, I'm good. I'm in here. So, but shout out to her, and shout out to her fucking parents. I, I of course I have mixed feet. It's 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 the optics are good. The optics are good. That's all I'll say. The optics are good. The optics might be good, but you know what? It's or I have I have a someone in my life who said they feel sorry for her because they wish that Joey didn't announce. You know, like oh. I'm going to, the next Supreme Court justice is going to be a black woman. They wish that he would have just nominated her, you know. But, of course, he needed that to run and to, you know, during his campaign, he needed to say that. Um, But they just feel like that's always going to be a thing. Even though her resume, she's overqualified, they just feel like someone is always going to say, oh, well, you're in here because they needed a black woman or they needed this. I get the optics are good, but I think I, I'm hoping that we'll reap the benefits as well. Two things oh. can exist at once. I get exactly, exactly. That's a very that's the most important fact. Two things can exist at one. You can have a black person in high places in, and in in court in 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 weird places of power that have historic it's it's of all course. good that's a whole at, other that's po- another oh boy, episode look at clarence motherfucker thomas is all raggedy so ass. yeah i don't know i think it's just interesting how we um how we assume or we yeah i think historically we assume that when black people are put in these places of power or in these historical s- um, positions in these systems that are historically unjust and violent even um, how we it. think that that's like a win for black folks and I think that that's just interesting it's just it's just interesting and I I I get the optics but I don't think it's just optics how are you going to change something if you don't have someone in the room 
And I and I for me personally, as someone who's read up on her and read some of her decisions and read her rulings, and she's not someone out here just blanketly throwing people behind bars. Like she is really thoughtful with how she sure. interprets the law. And, sure. And we need that. <laughs> I just think the whole the thing, the 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 machine, it's like who's driving? The constitution driving? itself. The machine is yeah. is fucked up. Where is this machine going? I don't give a fuck who's riding it. Who all who all on there? Cool, but like this machine is Well, broken. speaking of the machine, go into the next um <laughs> Well, um, across the United States, at least a dozen states are considering new legislation that mirror Florida's new controversial law referred to as don't say gay. So many folks are trying to instate the same thing and everybody's in an uproar. Um, these laws seek to prohibit schools from using a curriculum or discussing topics of gender identity or sexual orientation for children in kindergarten to third grade. I think that's what the Florida mm -hmm. law is, but there are yeah. all these states are trying to get different variations of this. Um, Caitlyn Jenner oh. had some thoughts about that, and Caitlyn completely Agreed. supports it. She said that Florida did the right thing by banning the teaching of gender identity to very young children. I'm a big supporter of Ron DeSantis and what he's doing. I'm a parent. I've been in control of my children's destiny and what they learn in school. I have been in control of my children's destiny and what they learn in school, not some math teacher. I can teach those lessons. So, yes, I'm a support of Ron DeSantis and what he's done. And Caitlin went on to say how very disappointed she was in Disney. I cannot <sighs> this bitch. So, that, so what hmm. happens when there's children who know that they're gay at that age? Because I believe that there are. What happens when there's children who have gay parents at that age? Can they not talk about it? Like, what are the limitations of that? Like... Well, I guess it's around curriculum, right? I don't think it's like you can't... I think it's an extreme... And it's extreme to say, oh, you can't talk about her if there's a child that has the same gender parents that like, oh, don't mention Mrs. Blah, blah, Mrs. Blah, blah. But the idea of like reading books to kids and introducing these different... That there's two moms. Yeah, like from mm -hmm. kindergarten to third grade is something that they... That's, that's not appropriate to for them as a because parent you want to be the one to yeah you want to be the one to 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 or you not not necessarily shameful but you want to be the one to introduce the language and the culture around yeah i guess homosexuality and gender politics i want to know what sesame street has to say about this <laughs> I'm dead serious. No, I'm really being serious because Sesame, Sesame Street with this shit. What are you talking but about? But they've done their due diligence. Like so many children turn Sesame Street on to learn about the world and to learn about culture and to learn about other people. And they really, as someone who's worked with Sesame Street at my former job, they are insane with the amount of market research <laughs> that they do. On their show. So I'd be so curious. Not Disney. Because Disney's all fucked up. They got us fucked up in the head. But I, I would be really curious to know what, what their thoughts are on this. And what the studies are. I mean, I don't know. If I had a kid, 
I don't have a kid, so maybe uh, this isn't for me. But if I had a child, I would not have a problem with them reading a book that has two um, like gay parents in it. Like what? That's the world. How great is it that we're now accepting it as the normal, as something that is I don't beautiful know. in a union? I don't know. I guess they don't want the parents don't want to be forced to have those conversations. If a kid comes home, like yo. Two mommies so can be the thing. They don't want to like. They don't want to have this conversation. I guess the same way they don't want to have forced race stuff. But also, Caitlyn apparently said that she knew she was transgender at like what five or eight. I can't three or eight. One of the one of the um, numbers. But like at a very young age, she knew Caitlin that she was transgender. Betrays herself every other fucking Caitlyn. But it, it's like, also it's also really interesting. Again, I think humans are amazing that we assume that transgender folks or we assume that gay folks or black folks or women are should have these kind of like ideals that support their freedoms but like no yeah i do think that sorry yeah i do i I, but i also know that caitlin jenner lived most of her life as a fucking white man so her conditioning is conditioned her politics are like real conservative her politics reflect those of a rich white man but that's but that's that's i think that's interesting and you vote against your you you you're voting against your own self interest. It'd be like that. She's like, like my self interests are taken care of. I can buy Manolo Blahnik size twelves. Okay, she, get on my level. Let me be quiet. Okay, Let, let's move on. Oh, also, you know, an, another fucked up news. See, now oh. I'm getting upset. <laughs> uh, Texas. <laughs> Texas, Texas. You know, I really used to think about Houston. I used to really think, like, maybe I belong in Houston. No. Texas, thank God, their district attorney, excuse me, district attorney is filing a motion to dismiss a murder charge against a woman arrested last week in connection with what law enforcement called the death of an individual by self-induced abortion. So, of course, here goes Texas with this fucking raggedy-ass abortion law where they are monitoring our bodies in a way that's unreal. And so, you know, half the time, what is it? Eight weeks, six weeks, something just fucking retarded where you don't even really have. Most women don't even know that they're pregnant yet. Apparently someone, a woman, we don't need to say her name because she don't need any shame coming her way from anybody who doesn't understand this. But she apparently, uh, aborted her child. It seemed that she did this by herself, which is incredibly dangerous. Most likely because, <sighs> yeah, right, we're back there. Most likely because um, she probably didn't have the resources, couldn't find anyone to do it, found out too late. And of course, healthcare professionals are scared to do it in that state now because they could lose their license, got to go to jail, even if someone. Like if it even on they're accepting hearsay as evidence at this point. We're like somebody told me that this person's yeah, cousin right, did right, an abortion. Right. It's just wild. They so don't call people witch in them about right. They, that, that's what's next. <laughs> Three more years. You walk around with some fucking sage and you gonna, your ass gonna be on a spike. But um, anyway, I'm really happy to hear that the district attorney is filing this motion. Um, I hope that it works out in her favor. But I think that this is a conversation 
that um, this is when I'm really happy that a Katanji Brown Jackson is on the fucking court. Because as much as we want to talk about optics, numbers matter, and it's a numbers vote. I, I, and I'm not going to assume what her vote would be. I mm. think based off of know. her testimony and her previous rulings that she would mm-hmm. rule in favor of Roe v. Wade. Um, but this is where that shit is very important, where it's not just optics. And, you know, hopefully Joey can get another couple of them in there because... <laughs> It's scary. It's scary to think what could happen. Um, what could happen in the near future from climate change to our bodies to voting rights to all the things. So shout out to her. Ciao. We have new patrons this week. Woo. <laughs> shout out to, mm, can you say these names, Queen? Shout out to Soja and Ashlyn. You know who you are. We appreciate your support. And um, we also have a voicemail. So, oh, we have two voicemails. Somebody Whoa. else came through. Mm, we'll play both of them. One moment. Can you write this down, Shanti? Um, I was up last night listening to Eating Ass May Kill You and that <laughs> shit was funny as fuck. I've been listening to y'all for a while now um, and really just enjoy hearing two biracial women talking shit and it, I'm like here for it and I really also hope you do a uh, episode on Gerard's special because I think it's a masterpiece. Um, I'm a Jasmine fan as well. I was happy about that. Um, y'all, politics as usual is um, a little dicey sometimes, but, you know, I can get with it. It's like, you know, there's moments where I cringe, but I kind of like what you guys are saying. Um, I I think you two are amazing. I wish I was as cool as you guys are. I do. I, I think you're, like, hip and interesting and being real. And just, it's, like, so refreshing. The shit is so black. It's just, like, kind of... Just it makes me smile and happy and joyful. But that last episode was ridiculous. So thank you. I was up all night composing and listening to that podcast on in the background, and it really gave me so much energy. So I had to call and say thanks. All right, bye. Oh, this is Darius. <laughs> One more. Child, I am listening to y'all on the way to work. I work in the hospital, so I like to listen to y'all before work, before I have to be in this place for a long time. But I am laughing so much at this episode. I love y'all. I have been listening to y'all for the longest. Um, it's just, I just love your show. 
but child eating ass may kill you. I am dying. Listen, when the little nose get in that butthole and they try to come kiss you and that nose, all you can smell is shit. Mm-mm, this ain't it. We not doing this. Okay. Antoinette, I'm so sorry, but my, the Three Musketeers candy, <laughs> that shit could be burnt to the ground. That is the most nastiest candy in the world. <laughs> you know you was mad as hell, right, Chauncey, when you went <laughs> trick-or-treating and got that nasty shit? Oh, no. Take this back. This is awful. It's like one of them little strawberry candies they used to give you, the old ladies. Like, where the fuck did y'all get this from? I don't know. That is a little bit too nasty for me. Um, I just, I am laughing. There's so many points on this show, on this episode that I'm cracking the fuck up. Um, the size of the hands will show you the size of the dick. I, I agree, but what does it mean when there's calluses on the palms of their hands? Does that mean something? They got They're going to have to get or something? I don't know. They got some good um, That's so real. I, guys, you guys are wonderful. That's try to choose sloppy shame. Um, and just keep doing y'all thing. I swear, this episode, uh, in tears, laughing so hard. Have a blessed day, y'all. <laughs> Not First the turn all, signal clicking. Queen. If it's calluses on that king's hand, he he's putting it down. Not, okay. but like like similar to the D'Angelo type of fuck where you're shame. A shame. He probably sloppy, nasty. Just I don't somebody even think it's sloppy it. and nasty. He just know how to he's not afraid to do some work. He's not afraid to get it done. I'm here for a worker bee. Come on, King. Give so. me a callous hand any day. And then when they sit there and they trying to get it off, I'm like, oh. Ooh. Who you know that had callous hands like that, girl? Shout. Shout. Mind your business. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. (laughs) Shout out to um, Darius, who was like, yeah, um, politics as usual make me cringe because y'all bitches don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. But I'm going to go ahead and keep composing my scores real quick. This week, I wonder, he's going to be like, these stupid. I wonder what makes him cringe, me or you, because we're so polar opposites on politics. Not polar, but mm-hmm. it's giving partisan. I wonder. Yeah, I, I Darius. think most people have side with you with politics. I don't think so. Oh, I, I do. think I think a lot of people side with you on politics as well. I think that we've got an even split. Maybe that's a question to ask the people. When it comes to politics as usual, do you agree with Shanti? Or internet. Put that in the stories this week. Anywho, we thank you. We thank you for these calls because they really do make our day. They make my day anyway. I hope. Um, I hope y'all keep calling us at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. With that, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about... (laughs) more things that we don't know anything about, which is God (laughs) and God using us. And I'm going to do my very best to shepherd us through this topic. Um, So, Chanti? After these messages, we'll be right back. You try to do it like a church. Boop. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we are back. So I was maybe just a little too inspired last week. (laughs) Set us up for the okie doke. And I set myself up thinking that I was spiritual. Did you see my post? (laughs) Or not spiritual or like, you know, just real in touch with God in a way that I I don't know if I am. But we're going to try. Did you see my post to Jasmine? I was like, and just like David, slingshot in hand, you took down Goliath. It was like, girl, relax. Girl, you get, it's too it ain't much. Nothing like That's that. the only thing you had, and you had to Google what what David killed Goliath with. Look, I can't even say it. And it was a slingshot, I believe. I hope nobody. Goliath was a cyclops. Excuse me. Goliath had one eye. No, he had a slingshot. What are you talking about? Goliath was a man. David, I'm sorry, David. But Goliath, Goliath. was a with a cyclops. Did he I don't know eye? if he was a cyclops. <laughs> I don't know. He was a big person. <laughs> he was a big person. A big Wait, man. look that up. Google that. The Bible be tricking you sometimes. I'd be like, is it the Bible? <laughs> or is it Star Trek? <laughs> Which <laughs> one is it? <laughs> Game of Thrones. It's Game, Game sure. of Thrones, y'all. Anyway. Um, no, no, no. Seriously. So I can't believe I'm writing that. <laughs> a cyclops. <laughs> Niggas. He had one eyeball. I think he had one eye. He might have just... Mm. Maybe he had one eye from the slingshot afterwards because he hit him in the eye. Maybe that's the story. I don't think he started with one eye. Y'all. Ciao. All right, for real, let's start. Boom. So I was inspired by Jasmine, by um I, when when she went on stage for the Soul Train Awards and that man screamed out, let him use you. When she was like, I have something I want to say to y'all. And they screamed out, let him use you. And I was mm-hmm. like, let him use you. Hmm. <laughs> no, it really did sit with me. And I, I swear it did. And then like time passed and I forgot about it. And then I read her post when she thanked people after she got the Grammy and how she was talking about, you know, it being a win for everybody and hoping that this inspired folks to tap into their own gifts and basically their own offerings right whether it's 
on a large scale or not, you know? There's something that we're supposed to do. And then I have this other friend that was in my ear, and they're always saying, God is the ability in man. God is love, and God is the ability in man. And not like what the ability, like not like the 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 will to to have the ability, but the actual ability, like the actual talent. So like if you open your mouth and you sing in that way, that's, that is God. So it's like, that's why we're having a spiritual experience because we're experiencing God, like in your ability. When we um, see what Alvin Ailey perform, we're like, wow, that's God. When we see, you know, anything that really touches us um, or we have a we listen to a dope ass podcast that makes you just sit or crack up laughing or whatever that is that's that's God, right? That's in in the way that they see it. So I wanted to explore that a little bit because then I got to thinking, well, what is my ability? And I got depressed because <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> but I really want to explore that as hard as it is, and my fa- I feel my face getting hot thinking about it. Oh, girl, calm down now. <sighs> but if God is the ability in man, right? Think about, um, what was his name? Rathaniel? Gerard? Gerard, oh, yeah. Rathaniel. But, don't be yeah. calling by his government name that he not, don't like. The name of the special. We talked about that, and I do want to revisit that. But in watching that, I do believe that was God. I think that Gerard and that special... And, you know, for those of you, we told y'all to watch it last week, but for those of you that didn't watch it, he came out in a really, in a really beautiful, personal, even though it was very public, but personal, thoughtful, tender way um, that I, I believe helped, most likely helped a lot of folks, gay or not, just see him process that and... And to see that kind of courage, you know, Mm. where it's like, wow, what can I stop lying about? Mm. What can I be, you know? So I, I, in, in doing that, I feel that that is an offering. And so if God is the ability of man, I like to think that for me, I think that I've always looked at life and thought if my life and thought, if I am living this life of mine, you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't need the rich to be rich and famous and all that shit, but it'd be nice. But the main thing is like, if I got there, it would need to be being in service to others. What am I doing here? If not to make it easier for other people, that's how I've always viewed it. And I'm now like, okay, so I, I think the step to getting to what your ability is is to figure out your purpose and they're tied together in a certain way that might make us uncomfortable if we're having existential crises. But for me, maybe currently my ability is to be vulnerable. I think I can do that with more ease than others. And I, I think that that helps people. Mm-hmm. especially on this platform. Um, I think it helps me, but I'm also trying to figure out, okay, what are my other abilities then when I, to, if, if, if I'm saying that my life 
is to be in service to God, to others, and to make this thing called life easier. And I don't know what else they are. So Girl. I ask you, <laughs> what are your abilities? What are, what are you what are you exploring? I'm not I'm I'm not interested in purpose. <laughs> okay. I'm not interested in the idea of of purpose. I feel like it's I feel like that is a hard I feel like it may block or limit or box authenticity in some ways like Mm. I I don't I don't necessarily feel like I can be in control nor do I want the responsibility to be in control of how I bless how how I affect other people like of course I don't want to cause any harm and I want to show up and be kind to people but I don't want this responsibility that you're coming for this thing that you think I can that that I feel like I'm responsible in giving people so I don't know I I I definitely look at people and I definitely can see clear like oh you but you're on this planet and you are doing this thing that only you can do and like I I get it but I I don't quite understand people that are like fixated on this idea of purpose or even feel like, oh, I found my purpose versus, for instance, Donald Glover, who feels like he's committed to, um, he's committed to art in a specific kind of way. He's committed to authenticity and like integrity in art and whatever he's creating in a, in a particular way. And he's like, touching and cracking open people through that versus like I my my purpose on life is to be an artist and to open people up and I I just I personally can't I'm not going to put myself through the Hmm. disappointment or the feeling of failure or the feeling of great responsibility to be like my purpose on life is to make people laugh on around the way curls because like nigga what but what if it's not that I think you bring (laughs) up a really great point so what if the path to your purpose is living your most authentic life I think that's it I think it's I think it's I think it's managing it's just having the human experience right like Gerard was so beautiful because he was in practice of some of the highest ideals just like you said of of honesty mm-hmm. of cu- courage of compassion for his mom and his and you know the people in his life of mastery in his art form like the his storytelling was just like so there's like obviously there's a discipline and a skill set that was involved involved in how he presented it that that's some that's some high level human fucking shit that's some high level human shit and I respect it and I admire it and I get and it and it makes me want to see unlock those things for myself because I think when you do when you 
are in practice of those things, and like you said, you're vulnerable about it, it unlocks something for other people to like touch and feel and I don't know and admire like just admire like I just admire Beyonce Mm -hmm. I admire her so much what I want do I want to like be Beyonce couldn't even couldn't even (laughs) no but that's not I don't think that's I don't think that's what I mean when I ask what the abilities are what your abilities are like uh, you know how the the saying where they say you know god gives you gifts and it's not for you to kind of hoard it's for you to share maybe that's the way that they're saying maybe that's in a way for you what you're saying is well i, I don't want to know being them. well or it's me be me my my way of being is the gift yeah, I just and I'm just, I'm just gonna live as authentically as I'm I just po- gonna try possibly to can, and that will affect who it affects. Yeah, right. Pur- purpose no? feels scary to me, right? Because like, if you think mm-hmm. of you know, oh, somebody in Ukraine, their purpose was to be a teacher, and like they work really hard and they've been touching kids, and then like I don't know, but can they? Are they not being bombed. a teacher? No, but like. Is your I don't know I I perp, it, purpose is just hard for me. It's like you identify with this thing that can be taken away from you. Like if but it's not. I don't know if it's that. I I don't know. I don't know if what can what how can you take away what I'm I'm not saying I I want to be a X and it's a career. What I'm saying is my purpose is to help. I feel like it's to help make life easier for folks. To, to for people to experience joy, you know, and to uh, and to assist folks, I can do that in so word. many ways. Word, 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 word. So even if a Ukraine situation happens, dear God, let it not. There's still ways for me to to do that. So I think that's what I mean when I'm like when I'm talking about the gifts of. It's 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 not. I don't look at Jasmine and see her as a singer. I don't look at. Gerard and see him as a as a comedian I think you're hitting the nail on the head I'm looking at people and when I'm most inspired by them they're living as their their authentic lives of getting on stage and saying I don't feel good right now I've gained weight I'm uncomfortable I used to hide I'm I'm working Mm -hmm. through that I'm trying Mm -hmm. not to hide anymore yeah and I, I I hope you all don't either. Mm-hmm. Looking at him, same thing. I used to lie. I'm trying not to hide anymore. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe the question is, you know, Miles Davis has this incredible quote where he says, um, it takes a long time to sound like yourself. And so I think with all of the reeling it back into social media and everything, it's really hard to figure out what your authentic self is. And it might change from time to time. But maybe, I don't know, maybe we have to check in more. Like how, how would you, how do you know when you're living authentically? Or, or, or if you're not, in what ways are you trying to live more authentically so you are in alignment with God using you, quote unquote? I, I mean, I can feel it. I don't feel... Um... There's ease, there's 
there feels like there's like a communion with, um, there feels like a, there's communion in my life, like energetically versus me just trying to like plug, plow ahead or like get from point A to point B. There feels like there's like an exchange happening. There feels like, um, I'm learning new things. I'm being exposed to new things. It just energetically feels like there's a, there's exchange there. So that opportunity of like, yeah, that alchemy of like energy is, is happening versus, you know, I don't know, just being monotonous or being routine or being like super focused on one thing or being, um, just caught up in my head and what I think I'm doing or what I'm not doing um, for me feels like an authentic life. I have, I have the time and the space to kind of like check in with myself and to, to share with others energetically in a particular kind of way. When it's too much with too much of people, you get lost in people. If it's too much in with myself, I'm just in my head and it's equally as like terrifying. So mm. just that balance and that that intentional space to be created and like like you said earlier to be honored and to be present in it so that you can like show up and you can be seen and you can see others. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's in, for me, it's always in connection with other people. It's always in engagement and energy with other people. And it's less about a performance. When I feel performative in any way, I've, I personally feel blocked. I personally feel like, um, yeah, it's hard for me to be a conduit or a vessel of anything. Cause it's, it's a very, self-focused place an insecure place even it's like self-obsessed and maybe even insecure so I, I'm just worried insecure, about what explain that more like if I'm not I don't know if you're if you if you're not being present with someone or if you're if you if we have an exchange with somebody and you're just in your head about how you're sounding or like am I appealing to this mm. person and are they hearing what I'm saying or I'm trying to hide something from somebody so like a lot of energy is spent trying to protect or withhold something versus being vulnerable in that moment and like you know it becomes it there's a sense of insecurity like I gotta I gotta be on I gotta perform I can't offend this person I can't I gotta protect myself in some kind of way but like I mean that's that's a very that's a very intimate one-on-one -on -one exchange. And but not in the same way it's not. Like even with this podcast doing this and the people are listening, you know, there's a presence that's demanded in in coming from a a place of like, yeah, just being present and not being like, let me not say the thing that's going to piss somebody off or let me not, you know, let me sound a certain way, mm -hmm. yada yada yada. Hmm. You know. Yeah, what about, I'm curious to know, what about when it comes to mothering? Like, what is your child's relationship with God based off of, like, how 
and her abilities and God using her and purpose based off of how, like, what, what are you teaching her? How do, think, do you have these conversations? I think it's just a similar thing of helping her to check in with herself, mm-hmm. helping her to be aware of what is an inspiration or guidance or a, a space that feels authentic and not coming from fear and not coming from um, worry or not trying to like rock the boat kind of space or just being really reactive and, and angry. So it's, it's just a constant. And, and the way that I try and show it or try and share, um, model that is like, I have to be that thing. She has to see me Mm. doing those same things with her, especially, or else she's like, she doesn't, she can't really feel it to be true. She can automatically sense that, like, get the fuck out of here. You don't even mm-hmm. do it. the same way with your parents, you know, like when that whole say what do what I say and not what I do. Like mm-hmm. kids can easily snuff snuff out and sense like, yeah, but you don't do that shit. Like, I don't get the fuck out of here. So I I don't I don't talk about God or purpose with her on a daily basis, but I think we're constantly touching and feeling and aware of each other's like inner worlds in a particular kind of way. But I don't necessarily, you know, use the word God. It's interesting because I still feel drawn to purpose. I still feel drawn to like sit and reflect on like, are you, I, I almost want to write uh, a sticky note and put it on my mirror. It's like, all right, how are you, how are you living out your purpose today? Or how are you using your abilities today? Cause I, I do think that I can get caught up in all of the tasks that where I'm productive, but there's, you know, even when I'm at work, there's a way that I can go about engaging people that I, and I know how to do it, where I can make their day better. You mm. know, whether it's a gift to send or, you know, a way I'm going to send this message or whatever, whatever it is. And I, I hear you when you say if it feels performative, because sometimes it is me actively doing something that I know will make what I know, you know, like being so self-aware and aware of others and the energy that I'm like, this is what's needed right now. Mm -hmm. I might not feel like it, but this is what's needed. And so it, maybe it's different for you and I, and that's okay. Like maybe it's a, I mean, it's a, it's something about being caring and mindful. Right. And like, of course, but I, I do think sometimes it's performative. Yeah, but but if it's not like coming from a real place of like hiding, <sighs> I'm not hiding. Yeah, when I'm doing it, but I'm I'm definitely on. Yeah, and sometimes it's required. How does that? But does it feel? Does it give you life, or does it feel? It like- can, and I think it's honoring and being authentic and being honest. Like today, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like, I ain't got Word. it. I, I will cry on the way to the car. But in other times, I can. And I should more, but I think when I get caught up, sometimes I have to remind myself in the mundane 
things because if I could do this full time, I would, you know, my, my day job is not something I learn a lot. I have great people and I'm, I'm like, okay, I have benefits and shit. I'm feeling, you know, like this, this is, it could be worse. It could be better, but it's giving a good, it's giving a good B plus, you know? Um, but that sometimes I'll look at myself like, are you living, are you living your purpose? But I have to remind myself what my purpose is. And, and I think we can get tripped up on success versus purpose, right? And what success looks like and getting put on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm, I'm definitely naming Jasmine. I'm naming Gerard. And these are people who have fame, but there are everyday folks who are living the hell out of their purpose. Mm -hmm. And it, doesn't look like that at all it, it mm-hmm. might be and I don't even want to say on a more macro level because it's had the impact might be just as large but um I think maybe that's what I get caught up in so so just I I, I say all this and we don't have to go back and forth on it all night but I just it's something that I'm sorting through in my own head and looking, I think, for help, I was Googling, how does, how can you let God use you? And I was, I was listening to some of the, you know, pastors and preachers and things, but there really isn't a clear definition. And I, I think, or a clear way, there never the fuck is, right? It's like self-care, how to let God use you. It's like, I'm trying to get, just give me a practical timeline. Let me know what the steps are and I'm going to do that. But of course, it's not like that. So... I don't know. I think I think it's if people have anything, any suggestions to offer, I, I think one is recognizing the difference between your purpose and what society views as success. Making you know, making it um it was interesting. I I saw again on Jasmine's stories where she asked, like, you know, about goals. I think goals and purpose are different things. I think goals are like you know, oh, I want to be a firefighter. I want to play mm-hmm. in the NBA. I want mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. buy a home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. Your purpose isn't to buy a home. You know what? Are, what is the real underlying reasoning and rationale behind that? What to spread love? To have a warm space to to host or to make yourself feel co- like whatever it is. I think we need to really get rooted in that. And I think I need to, because as I'm chasing this, um, this kind of dream and goal, right. To build this brand or to build my brand, which I'm not a brand, I'm a human, but to just being open to, to the possibilities of what's next in my life, you can lose sight of, of the goal. It's like when you when you take a bad purpose. excuse me the purpose. It's like when you take a bad deal or you or you um you align with some shit that's not in alignment with who you are. It's like when we went on horrible, we were like, "Yo, this is our brand though." You know, so it's got to be in alignment. We know this is a great look for us. Like we're super clear. Like we're not we're not at all disillusioned that like your platform is way bigger than ours. You know, um we stand to benefit from this, but it's got to make sense. And I was really proud of us that we did that, you know? So I don't know. I, I don't know. 
There you have it. I <laughs> but, don't but know okay. how to let God use me. If you don't me. know, does that mean you don't have a purpose? <laughs> no, of if course you, not. I know I have can't a purpose. Name it. I named. I I I think I know what it is. I really. I've always. It's to ever since it's to be vulnerable. Is to is to be in practice and. No, I think to be vulnerable is is a way for me to be in practice of one being to let God as authentic as I can, but also to be in service to others. Word. I like, get go it. Go ahead and learn from my it. dumbass. Listen True. to what I'm saying to y'all. Don't yeah. date him. It's like. <laughs> No, I'm serious though. I think um I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And I think the less concerned you are and the less cognizant you are of if God is using you is when it when, when I make a mistake, I think well that's when I really got to be like oh God's using me. No. <laughs> what? what? I'm serious. I don't understand that's, what you just said well, like when I make I a mistake understand. and it's and I'm vulnerable and other people will be able to learn from it and I'll learn from it. Or you're just coming from this real place of authenticity and vulnerability and openness and kindness, which I think is are your superpowers. And you're not thinking, I'm being open and kind to the. You're just being no, yourself. You're just being. You're yeah. just. You're just in. You're just showing up. And but, but sometimes that's the goal. But sometimes you do have to remind yourself and be like, let me set my intention today. Were, of be course, of course, kind it's, o- it's always because be, you can easily forget. Oh, child, it's always a, a remembering. We are in a con- we that that's what I'm talking about. So when I'm in a space where I, ca- I don't feel like I can remember, mm. that is is awful for me. Okay, awful. Hmm. Well, interesting. I think um, I'd like to hear from folks. I'd love to hear how folks let God use them, what they feel their abilities are. If God is the ability, what is God? Maybe God isn't the ability in man and woman and human. What are your gifts? How are you sharing them? Are you sharing them? Do you even feel like you should? Are some things just for you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it works like that. Anyway, I don't fucking don't know. Don't further confuse me. <laughs> I think I think I think it does. I I am somebody who believes that if you have gifts, share them. I do believe that. Of course, but I don't know if you do you have a choice. Like, what do you mean? Like, I I just don't. If it, I feel like your gifts are part of your way of being. Do you no, have a choice, I but think- to not? But to not there's so many people I feel who are not who are not sharing their gifts, who maybe have even forgotten about them, put them aside to just get through life. Child. I, I really know. believe that. I, I, I know. know that um But then so yeah. what does that mean? What does that say of God? Like you you you're saying God to use you, and then God's not Let using God you. use you. So let, then, you have to let God use you. But if you don't let God use you, then what does that say about your life and your, what does that say about that person versus somebody who does? Maybe you don't have a lot of faith. Maybe you're not experiencing God in the richest, fullest way. Because I don't think God is this thing where God doesn't forgive you if, if, if you, you know, I think God is shepherding you and being like, yo, come on. Everybody has this unique fingerprint. I gave it to you for a reason. Share it. 
I think God is also really encouraging in that way. I think God is in this conversation being like, you bitches don't know what you're talking about, but at least somebody listening, you might spark something in them to be like, yo. They're just cringing on the other end, child. Like, or they, or they're like, yo, I, I, there, I, there's something for me to think about. There's these are questions to ask myself. How, how am I letting? How I think that's the question. How are we letting God use us? That's really the question. That might be different for a bunch of people. Maybe it's I like to use the word purpose. You like to use the word, you know, authenticity. Nothingness. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this episode went, so we're going to end it. <laughs> God was not here. God was not God present. Was Where here. were you? We needed you. <laughs> then forsaken me. No, I'm going to revisit this. I really want to hear Every what people day, have baby. to say. Every day. You playing with me. You're the wrong person. I needed a You I needed, needed a real a person that... <laughs> That believes that God isn't a heathen. <laughs> That's not true. Doesn't have an existential crisis every other day. Believes in purpose. Yeah, you gotta talk to somebody else that's a little bit more sure of. The no, things. you. That's bullshit, Shanti. Because you, I do not have the answers. I am bitch, not invested. You in would being not like, have the the the. You wouldn't have Sable if you didn't think that you had a purpose, and Sable wouldn't be rooted. In, in what it's rooted in. You wouldn't have that. You just gave us your elevator pitch, and it's very intentional. You're a very intentional human. Of course. And, but I don't and know if everything, that's my purpose. That I don't know if Sable is I my didn't, purpose. No, I don't think Sable is your purpose. You didn't hear anything I said. What I'm saying is you are also in service to others. You are also someone who's like, oh, my God, I, wanna, I want to. You've always wanted, since I've known you, You've always wanted to highlight and and showcase the richness of certain communities and art and culture and people and celebrate that. I'm having low self-esteem right now, so maybe I'm not the best person to talk to. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you're absolutely, you are rooted in your own purpose and maybe you haven't identified it yet, but I think that that there are so many fucking God-like abilities in you. Amen. Girl, from God out of your mouth into God's ears into mine, child. <laughs> I hope God slaps the taste <laughs> out of you today in all honesty because you irritated me. I'm Y'all, sorry. Shanti ruined I my episode. I'm going. I did it. <laughs> I did it. I was authentic. I gave authentic no, answers. You were. I appreciate it. I'm ruining the episode. That was the devil speaking. That's I apologize. <laughs> that was That's not that loving I'm kindness. About. <laughs> that was not me trying to make anybody's day better. Oh. I'm a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> shit all right no dead ass let's think about it let's revisit this in like two months not for a full thing uh, at all but let's just be like yo how have we let god use us the last two months all right amen like i think we need a prayer song do I'm you know off. any? You went to white. Your white. Your white church. Your church. You went. I went to, to Catholic were church. We're fully invested in white hymnals. White, very white. So it was so boring. No I don't box. remember any of them. I just remember it was monotone. It was My no parents, harmony. Yeah, were on some whole other shit. It was like Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. <laughs> wow. Terrible. That's how they sang <laughs> to me. 
thinking that I wanted to go there. Ban white hymnals in all churches. Christ has risen. Apparently, Christ didn't rise. If you listen to the last episode, you will know (laughs) they was just on shrooms. Licking toes and seeing shit. (laughs) All right, we're out. This is done. I love you very much. I love you too. Take care, everyone. Bye. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. I'm always working on a building, sending up timber.